0: Praise the Lord. We thank God for this evening again, the second day of our communion preparation that we come your way. We are very grateful to God for his loving kindness and his keeping power. Once again, we want to remind us on the team under which we have been operating, living in difficult times what the believer must do. And then yesterday we spoke about what to do in difficulties as a believer. We took our examples from the book of Daniel chapter 1. We saw what Daniel and his brothers of faith did. That they never changed anything they had to do as long as their faith in the Lord was concerned. Um, they started off with a very strong message that they were not going to defile themselves um, with things offered to them, such as food, which were not genuine but had been offered to adults. Uh, adults, first, they made their stance very clear, and God glorified Himself. And so, we went further, we studied, and we also observed some of the things. Uh, They did to prove. And in no time we saw God was glorified. And so we said in the midst of all difficulties, we noticed that one thing that is very clear is that God would have um, us to uh, be in a position where he can demonstrate his own name over our lives. And so we thank God for today as well as we have come again to listen to the Word of God, and then also to pray. I want to remind you once again that uh, we are doing all of this in preparation to the great day of the Lord because, um, as we said yesterday, difficult days are not for... Um, it's it's actually, We are going to continue to have difficult days. I mean, Bible has predicted this. Jesus said it in Matthew 24... When he said that if the days are not even shortened, the very elect. So more difficult days are coming. But in the midst of all the difficult days and times, there is only one expectation the heaven is looking for. That people will still stand and haven't done all to stand in their faith very strong and never allow themselves to be swayed off because of the difficulty of time. And so it's very important that we learn these things and overcome in our day. So yesterday, um, that's what we studied. Today, what must you do as well? Uh, It's as simple as um, be an overcomer in the day of evil. Now, I called it in the day of evil because also it's a difficult day. I mean, uh, Satan is doing all kinds of things. But in the midst of it, we ought to still be overcomers. We should never allow anything to let us become failures. That will not be the portion of ours. And so tonight as well, we study and pray at the feet of the Master. Shall we pray heavily, Father? We thank you for today being Thursday. Your grace and your mercy has carried us through. We see that you are looking forward to the profit that you will get from us as sons and daughters that you are working through us. We know that it is your desire that you will be known through your children in the midst of all things. Whether difficult days or good days, your purposes must be done. And so, Lord, we pray that having given us the ability to overcome we pray that none of us will become a failure, but we will walk and overcome in the days in which we live. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. And so nothing could let the saints be anything else from the faith, from their faith and their practices. That's what we observed yesterday. as long as God even allowed them to be carried away, into a land they didn't know, nothing, nothing could let them become anything else. I pray that nothing will let you become anything else apart from who you are in Christ. Hallelujah. And that's the reason for which we want to talk about um, be an overcomer in the evil day. And it is actually very important that each one of us really, put on the shoes of overcoming in every aspect in every aspect of our lives we must overcome evil with good and so today we will rather want to have a look at something that is very important what will let us become overcomer one of the first things that i consider carefully is the kind of love that we have towards god i mean it's 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 if we let our love diminish if we let our love come down, we will find it very, very difficult to become overcome in evil days. And so we will go quickly to the book of Revelations chapter 2. We will rather be looking from verse number 1. We'll be looking at the letter to the church so that it becomes very clear. The church of Ephesus. Because when you study the scripture carefully also, Uh, The saints had themselves in a very tricky time. Uh, They had all kinds of uh, people to deal with, which they stood, but there was a challenge. There was was something that the Lord had to raise again uh, with them concerning their love. So I found out that one of the things that will keep a believer uh, shining... Overcoming in difficult days is when he continues to love God uh, from the day he gave his heart to the Lord. In between there, sometimes people love God and along the line, they change their style. But let's maintain the love of God in our hearts so that we will not trade God for anything else. So we'll read a scripture from Revelations chapter 2, verse number 1 to 7. The Bible says... To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them lies. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent, do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly, and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Amen. Now, we want to consider a few things. This church was doing very well um as commended by the Lord, the Church of Ephesus, they were not altogether as bad, not at all. But very important, in the verse number two, very important, we see the message that God carried to them, uh, Make it very clear when He said, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil and you have tasted you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars now there's something I want you to know their discernment was very up They, they they had knowledge they were smart but you know and if you can see God listing all the abilities I mean, for somebody to, to, or for some group of people to know people who claim to be apostles and they are not and all of that, it tells you that they had the Spirit at work, uh, continuously in their lives. And so you will find out, unfortunately for us, we are living in days and times that majority of saints don't even know people claiming to be apostles and they are not. I mean, people are not able to even descend. It's, it's, it's really, really worrying, and it's very important that we go back uh, to allow, as we said yesterday, develop our relationship with God in such a manner that this one will be able to test, will be able to pass, will be able to come to the level where, when it comes to deception, we are not at the mercy of anybody. We'll be able to uh, decipher for ourselves, And to know that this, I cannot give my attention to this. And so Church of Ephesus was really doing very great um, in terms of the things that they already should know as people of God. But then Bible says that nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. What does it really mean? You know, when I look at what we studied yesterday, Daniel spoke together with the brethren that we will not defile ourselves with anything that is coming from the king's table, knowing very well that it was coming from a table that, uh, or it was coming from a place where it has been offered to idols first. We couldn't do that. Now, they maintained their love for God, a very strict manner to such an extent that they would not allow anything. You know, when you study the book of Daniel, as yesterday, we had the opportunity of just reading a little portion of it. One of the things you would discover is that this Daniel man, the way he started with God, he kept the same love for God. Praise the Lord. I mean, to the point that when they set him up, that they wanted to make sure that he was removed from the position that he has been given, therefore convince their king to make sure that he comes up with a decree that was contrary to uh, uh, Daniel's faith. You see that the love that this brother had for God made him such that he did not count himself or his life as so worthy for himself. He rather accepted that, listen, I don't care. I'm willing to die because I love God too much that my love does not mean anything. And when you go into the scriptures, you'll find out that there are such things such as they loved God and they did not care for their own lives. And I believe that God is calling us to such a point where our love for God will be so strong in these evil days. So that if anything were ever to ask us to do otherwise, we wouldn't do it. The reason is that our first love for God is the thing that we need to keep. Hallelujah. And so brethren, I just want us to, as we press on, I, majority of us have become very slow in our act and in our love for God. But I believe that in the evil days, one of the things that will sustain and cause each one of us to overcome is the love that you have for God. How is it manifested? It is so simple that when whatever God has said is the thing that is your priority to obey. Your relationship with God in prayer and in the Word of God. Your quick obedience to instructions from the Bible. These are the things that will show your first love for God. And that is what will cause you also to be able to stand in the evil days. Um, The Bible said in the verse number 5 of of Revelations chapter 2, Remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works or else to you quickly and remove your lampstand from a place unless you repent. One of the things that are very critical for us um, is that we each one of us must do self-examination. How is my Christian life like in these days? Have I become someone who is prayerless? Have I become someone who just thinks about things and do as I think about them? Or you have become someone who is not ready to do anything until you have the clearance of the Word of God to do. Now, somebody who loves God and, and has Him at first in heart, one of the things that you don't easily do is that your own way is not your priority. Praise the Lord. You will never let your own things become what you follow. But what God says Is what becomes your priority. So you see, making reference to where we were yesterday, Daniel Dems had opportunity to have just fallen. But their love for God in those difficult times was so strong that they were able to keep on and held until the day. I want us to know that it is very important that we continue in the same manner We acknowledge it's difficult times, but we will not do anything else that would undermine our love for God. So that we will continuously overcome. And that's why you see that in the days of Daniel, praise the Lord, they kept so strong. They kept so strong at what they knew. What they knew in Judah, they stayed on. When they found themselves in in, in the land of Babylon, no matter what, they did not change their stance. And so it's very, very important. Today many believers are changing because we want quick fix. We want somebody who will say things that will suit us. We want to hear things that are palatable in our own ears. Brother, when you love God, you don't seek to hear anything that is palatable to you. But you are willing to do what you know is right to do, even in difficult times. When you are being asked to do what is not correct, you stand your grounds. Even if you have to let your food go, even you have to let your money go, even you have to take a place that is really not the best of places because you love God so much that you will not allow, you will rather choose to take the place which anybody else will say that you are a fool to have taken such a place. And so the brethren really that's how they did it and so i want you to know that in fact they they they, they, they even doctors that were not uh, uh, um, pride in the fact that we know something we know what is right to do and all of these but you see what is very critical for us is that your knowledge in in the word of god is not the issue But the love that you have for him, and the application of your love for him, which is your first love, you are so constrained by his love for you, that you will not do anything that is contrary to the Word of God. And that is why those brethren... you read the temptations that they went through they were thrown into the lions then I mean, they were they were also i mean whoever would do anything that the king had ordered to be done that he refuses to do there were consequences but the love of god will not let them do otherwise praise the lord and so it's very important that those of us who are caught in this last days that were predicted and jesus was so clear that we will face difficult times, I want you to know that we have to become overcomers. And therefore you see that in the verse number 7 in the book of Revelation, it was very clear. He says, "...he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches." To him who overcomes, I will give to it from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Now, the word there that I want us to consider carefully is to him who overcomes, I will give to it the tree of life. Now, when the Lord said this to them, we mustn't forget that he said it on the premises of their first love. Praise the Lord. He said it on the fact that, listen, you used to love me more than this. But as much as you are living a very nice Christian life and everything seems to be working for you, I want you to know that the kind of love that you have for me is not the same. Therefore, repent from where you have fallen and get back to it and let us be in the flow. What it simply means is that, brother, as for the love of God, we cannot share it. You remember last week, Sunday, we were talking seriously about the love that God has for us. And the greatest commandment is that man must love God with all of his heart. And at any point in time, this kind of love that we have for God should never be seen as having become so low. And I want to really, really emphasize that. We seriously get back to the love of God. Most most of us have not backslidden. Not at all. But the problem we are having right now is that God has not been valued as the first person in our lives. In terms of our obedience to Him by the Scripture. In terms of our obedience to Him even when the Spirit of the Lord were to ask us to do something. And so it's very important that we get back to it. Otherwise... When the heat is turned on in the day of evil, I can tell you that it will be very easy for majority of us to give up. But when we have God as the one that we love and when we are not willing to let anything pass, I can assure you that we'll be able to stand no matter what will be offered to us in an exchange for the love of God. We will not do it. And I think that God is using this period to prepare us so that we may go back to our first love. Love Him with all of our hearts and maintain ourselves as overcomers in the day in which we live. Now let's have a look at something very important in Romans chapter 12. Verse number 17 to 21. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. If it is For it is written, excuse me, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, and I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. And the verse number 21, which is our main issue, is. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Praise the Lord. Now, um, we will start it from this point. He gave further instructions regarding the things we ought to do. But then he summed it up by saying that there should not be a point uh, in our lives when we will be overcome by evil. But in all circumstances, we ought to overcome with good. And I think that's what Daniel Dems did. They never allowed anything to overcome them. They were filled with the goodness of the Lord and made sure that that is what was their priority. Their love for God was good. And they made sure that they lived in good fashion for the Lord. And so... We are going to be challenged with so many, many things around us. We're going to be challenged by people, by things who would want us to, not so much, they will want you to be in the middle road. You are not for the left, you are not for the right. But you see, in all of this, there is only one thing that God is expecting us to do, that we should never allow ourselves to be overcome by anything in between anything in between is as bad as evil and so we take a stand and so that's what we learned yesterday these people were so strong and affirmative in their faith that anything that had to do with God had no they they didn't have time for it and i as i said to you yesterday um, we couldn't go that Uh, into it very much but I will tell you something when they were asked to bow and that if they did not bow they were going to suffer consequences to an image that had been erected by Nebuchadnezzar I mean I love the stance that they took very much it showed that indeed they were sons and daughters of God who were so determined in love with God and never wanted anything to be done against their God. Hallelujah. And so, in the midst of all of that, the Bible says that when they were asked to bow, and they they, they told the king that they weren't going to bow, um, (laughs) you, you may be wondering, what is it that made those people so bold when they could see? That there were consequences that uh, the flesh could not stand. Well, brother, for me, it was their love for God. And so when they came out, they simply said, What you are telling us, we will not do. We just cannot bow. So if it is a matter of just throwing us into the fire, we know one thing, that this God that we are standing for, that we love him so much, he is able to deliver us. In any case, if he does not, we will still not bow. And the Bible says, the king was raging. He was very, very angry about the statement that has been made by uh, these people. But they will not do that. And so, they kept on arguing, and then the king said, well, you better heat the fire. Heat it more. More and more, because these people, they want to test me. I want to prove to them that I have the authority. Now, I'm, keeping, I'm, I'm asking myself a very simple question. What is it that made these people become such overcomers? What is it that made them not to love their skin? It is because of the love they had for God. They couldn't see themselves de- denying God. Not at all. We need to learn something from here. We are living in days and times that so many things are taking our attention. We have become so occupied. And we, have, we are not, nobody else is actually saying that you are living in sin. But I want us to know that what we are dealing with has nothing to do with living in sin. No, 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 no. Saying that one, they put it aside. You are a believer. But what is critical is how much do you love the Lord and therefore you are willing to stand and haven't done all to stand for the Lord because you love him. And so when the king was still insisting that If they don't bow, they will be thrown into it. Three of them. At that time, Daniel was not even among. It was the three brethren who took up the challenge to say they weren't going to stand. I was studying and I looked at it. At that time, Daniel had been elevated to the top. He had asked us these three brethren be given with a position. In the government. They were giving. And so they were actually reporting to Daniel. With different ones reporting. But interestingly. As much as they were also there. They were still carrying God. And so these three men. Refused. For the evil one. Which is the king. To frighten them. With evil. What he would do to punish them. If they did not bow, and the Bible says that, they says, Cain, we won't consider what you are talking about. You are free to do that. In other words, we love God more than anything else. And our God has plans for us, and we will not allow His plans even to be destroyed by you. Even if we have to die in the midst of His plans, we are willing I must ask, how many of us today are willing to take such a stand? How many of us today are willing to stand <coughs> with the Lord in such a way that they would rather give up than to, you know, they, they would rather give up than to succumb to such? You know, brethren, it's very, very important. And I think that this is what shows the kind of love every believer must have for God. You come to the point that your interest is not your interest. The interest of God becomes your priority. And the evil day, the only way by which you can stand in the evil day is when you have God as your priority in love. And so when they refuse to, and the king said, heat the fire more and more. I'm speaking from chapter 3 of the book of Daniel. And heat the fire more and more. They heated it. And so when they finally refused to bow, they were bound. They stood there quietly and allowed themselves to be tied up and carried straight to the fire. And the Bible records that the people who even carried them, the fire by the heat of the fire they died and these people had been thrown into the fire and when they got into the fire okay of course they didn't know what god was going to do they only had a very simple faith because they love god they knew that god was able to save them because they had also told the Cain that listen our god is able to save us and so if he decides not we were still not. And I believe that we are living in times like this when we need to grow into this kind of faith. What is priority to God is what must be our priority. So we'll be able to stand the evil days. Now they were thrown into the fire. And Jesus appeared there. Like I said yesterday, any time you stand for God, even when it becomes very critical, God would also stand for you. And so, when they were thrown into the fire, the Bible says that, in the midst of the fire, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar himself, as he was sitting there with his officials, he was so astonished, and he rose in a haste, and he was so... Because he saw that something had happened. He had seen a fourth person because he threw in three. He had seen a fourth person. And then he was the one who declared that, I see someone like the Son of God. Praise the Lord. You see, a hidden man could now even be given with a revelation to know that there is a Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and I love that statement for the reason that the Son of God was pronounced only in the New Testament. But because these people stood for God, um, the hidden was revealed. It was shown to him, and he was able to prophesy uh, concerning the fact that he had seen Jesus. What am I saying? Tonight, I just want you to know that we have come to such a crossroad in our lives when living has become very tough. But in the midst of it all, the only thing that will still let us stand and to let us overcome is when we continue to love God and respect every instruction He has given to us. And so what I'm saying to you is that you may on your job be... where you'll be left with choices. Ah, may I say to you, brother, you should never disgrace god stand firm and you will see the salvation of the lord be so determined that god had not called me to do this and therefore i will not do the compromises in our day in the days of evil is so much that i believe that the heavens are grieving this is why we need to stay in touch close to god and be so determined that we will not allow ourselves to be under bondage, to not allow, uh, allow ourselves to be misled. God is very emphatic. And I say once again to you, the love that we have for God is what will let us be able to stand in the day of evil. I mean, you, you, you may be able to refuse anything. Now let me tell you something. If you don't love God deep, your first love is not maintained, you will get to the point you will throw your hands up. And so to be an overcomer, the only way by which you can overcome is that your love for God is very intact. And I I love it very much being demonstrated to us as I keep making reference to it by these three Hebrew boys. And so now they've been thrown into the fire. And then the king comes out to say, I see a fourth man loose, praise the Lord, walking in the midst of the fire. They are not hurt, and the form of the fourth man is like the Son of God. Oh, verse number 26 says that, Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fury, furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Lord come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the midst of the fire. Now, listen to this. The man immediately recognized. And so in these evil days, one of the things that must, we must do to let God be known is when we stand for him, very, very soon, the people around us will begin to acknowledge God. Now, one of the things I've seen is that whenever there is a difficult period, well, God has only one thing in mind, that he may demonstrate who he is, and to register that he is the God who rules in the affairs of men. Satan also, in the midst of difficult times, What he does is that he wants to shift the heart of men that they may succumb to him. You remember the scripture that was read yesterday when he simply just said to the people that select them and train them that they may serve the king. In other words, they may may be shifted from their faith and be brought to the king. And so, now you see that these people stood for God, and God also stood for them. Now the king is asking them to come out. And you know, let's take this lesson seriously. It took the love that they had for God to bring them to the level of overcoming, even the evil forces. And let me quickly uh, say that in the verse number 26, um, as I read the twenty. Uh, verse number 27 as I read it 26 to you I want you to see something And and the satraps, administrators, governors and the king's counselors gathered together and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power the hair of their head was not singed nor were their garments affected. And and the smell of fire was not on them. Hmm. Verse number 28. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, Who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him? And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. The king is talking and I like the degree as we come to close. The Bible says, Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Hallelujah. Now brethren, this is what I want us to catch under difficult times. We must love God. Listen, the love of God will bring us not to give up to anything. Now the hidden man who God calls to go and carry these people because god wanted to give him the chance to know that there is a god above where he has been lifted to god allowed these people to be carried as i said yesterday they never complained they kept their faith and love for god now finally you see how god is demonstrating his grace this became a testimony when a hidden king an evil king who worships idols now comes and decrees that under his rule any people and nation and you know he's the, he was covering a very wide place a huge place at a time everybody else was under the jurisdiction of his authority now they've gotten to he's gotten to the point where he's acknowledging only one God. Hallelujah. And so in the midst of all difficulties, what I see God doing is that he allows it. I mean, he has allowed things to happen because he wants to glorify himself. What do we do as believers in these difficult times? It's so simple. Maintain your first love for God. Keep your obedience to his word. Never defile yourself and make sure that your heart is not contaminated by allowing anything to come into you and you following. And then very critical, if I may mention that to you, don't love your skin. Anybody who loves his skin, may I tell you in the last days it will be difficult for you to stand. Because Satan sometimes can be given with the power to deal with your skin. And so it will only take people who have esteemed the love of God above all to be able to stand in difficult days. May I say to you, you are overcomer. You have been made an overcomer through Christ the Son of God. What will let it gush out, what will let it be seen is... When you maintain your first love, don't overcome evil. Uh, Don't allow evil to overcome you, but overcome evil with good. What is that? That the presence of God will be with you and that you will not allow anything to capture your heart. And then we'll be standing and we'll be flying it up, saying that the Lord, he is God. I believe that the world is coming to a point when God wants to demonstrate that He is the one who made it and He understands it more than the God of this world who seemed to be controlling. And He's going to do it through people like you and I when we will maintain our first love and we will show the overcoming ability that we have received from the Son of God when he died and resurrected from the dead, giving us the victory that you are overcomers. Praise the Lord. And so as we come to pray tonight, one of the things you shouldn't forget and should keep your heart is the fact that you have been made an overcomer. And for you to be able to demonstrate it fully by the power of God, don't love yourself. Even if you have to suffer for what is right ah, allow yourself never allow yourself to be overcome by things that will be offered to you uh, uh, for your comfort no but be ready to let what pleases god take over your heart and so we want to pray tonight once again before we come to the table of the lord I believe is very, very important. You know, sometimes we are the ones who do our own judgment and think that because we are not involved in this, because we are doing this, because we are doing it, we are, we are okay. But you see, the message that we learned from uh, Revelations chapter 2, the message to the church was so very clear. They were not sinners. They even rejected the new false prophets and never succumbed to their teachings but God said, I had something against you. You have left your first love. And then under it, he concluded by saying that repent. And when you have repented, you'll be an overcomer. And I see that this is what we need now so that we would overcome. And then no matter what Satan offers to us will matter anything to us. And so as we come to pray tonight, I want you to be very humble before the presence of the Lord and begin to of the word of the Lord, you saw one or two things with your own life. Would you be so kind and be so open to talk to God about it in this short moment of prayer so that you will stand and when the evil days come, you will still stand. And so let's pray. Heavenly Father, once again we thank you for your word. Father, we have seen that Some of us have not really stood for you because we allowed our love for you to come down. Oh, we know that we can only become overcomer by what we have studied and heard today when we maintain our love, our first love for you. Therefore, as we pray tonight, we pray the Lord, we repent from all things that we have esteemed above the love for you in our hearts. We repent from it. Take it away, Lord, and cleanse us by the blood of Jesus. Stir our hearts up once again for your love. As we come to your table on Sunday, Lord, may we be presented in a manner that, oh God, we will receive your approval at your table and be partakers of your body that you lay down for us and be partakers of your blood that you shed on the Calvary's cross for us to drink. Lord, we plead that areas that we have failed, you would forgive us and cleanse us, re-energize us by your Spirit one more time, and help us to be able to stand, especially in these challenging and evil days. We know that you want to glorify yourself. That's what your Word had always declared to us. There is not a moment that is very difficult for you, Every moment is great for the Lord. For us as human beings, it may be a challenging and a difficult one. But for you, there is no day or days that are difficult. Therefore, we pray tonight and ask the Lord, may we see things through your eyes. Exactly as the three brethren saw it, and they stood very firm. They were so firm that they were so convinced in their inner man to say, we don't care for our life. I know that we have come to such a time like this when we need to be able to stand. Therefore, we pray, teach us, Lord. Let this truth that has come to us establish us in such a way that we will be able to stand and haven't done or to stand like the way they stood. Therefore, I pray, Lord, for every home and for every individual who has been a part of this preparation time to your communion, that will be strengthened with might in the inner man. Lord, stir our love for you one more time. Let everything that had come to cover this love be removed tonight in the name of Jesus. And show us mercy and grant unto us the understanding and the ability to let us know that we are now standing in a better place because you have made us overcomers. Those people have have demonstrated overcoming powers, we have seen it. Therefore, cause us all to be such and for people to know that we are the overcomers and that we will not allow uh, ourselves to be overcome with evil, but we will overcome every evil With your goodness in us. We bless you Lord. We praise you Heavenly Father. For hearing us. Touch each one of our brethren. Set us apart for yourself. And be glorified. In Jesus name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you all. See you tomorrow at the prayer meeting. And then on Sunday. We will be at the feet of the master. For the communion. May your homes enjoy the peace of God. Amen.